Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kant, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you happen to be a sensitive soul and would like to feel clearer and calmer, you can get my free clearing and protection spray formula. You can just go to lightwarriorsupport.com. Now, today I have a very special guest, Isa Herrera. Now, uh, let me tell you a little story about how I met Isa. I got an email sometime, I think last year, and uh, it was a master class on pelvic dysfunction, pelvic pain. And I read through the description, and I thought to myself, OMG, I'm a medical doctor, and I don't know the answers to these questions that women are asking. And although I'm long since, you know, past doing pelvic exams and, you know, counseling women, I realize now that I've, you know, taken actually ESA's program is that there was such a huge gap in knowledge, in my medical knowledge, as a family practitioner, as someone that saw lots and lots of women come through, and I probably could have helped them a lot more. And personally, I'm going to be really frank here, guys, um, I myself had symptoms, and you know, I wasn't really sure what to do with them. I thought, well, should I go to this doctor or that doctor? I didn't have time, honestly, to address it. I really wanted something that I could just do at home. I don't have to, you know, go to, you know, drive and, you know, pay all this money for experts. And I have to tell you, ESA's program has helped me so much with my own pelvic issues. So I couldn't wait to get her back on the radio show uh, to introduce that she's got a really neat bonus we're going to talk about today, which is a free report for everyone listening on the show today. And she has a free masterclass. We'll be talking about this. So I highly encourage you, if you know anyone, even your, you know, your friends, family, you know, any woman that has some sort of pelvic issue, painful sex, you know, leakage, bladder prolapse, whatever it is, Please, please, please send them to the show, even if it's like not right now, but even later, because this information is so vital and so important for us women to learn because we deserve a healthy sex life. We deserve, you know, to feel good in our bodies. And, um, you know, a lot of our folks here listening, you know, are familiar with the chakras and the energy system. Well, guess what? You know, these are like first, second chakra organs, right? If they're not happy, our foundation isn't happy. So this is really important information. So let me tell you a little bit about Issa before I, uh, I formally welcome her to the show. She is originally trained as a licensed physical therapist, and she's in New York City, and she's an expert in integrative pelvic floor therapies. And she developed her expertise diagnosing and treating pelvic pain, leaking, prolapse, helping over 14,000 women since 2005. It's amazing. And she's pioneered the use of integrative modalities like my massage and cholesotherapy, sound healing, uh, and other ancient healing techniques. And why I love uh, Issa's work, too, is because she's not, you know, just, quote-unquote, just, you know, a Western-trained practitioner. You know, she has kind of connected like the whole spiritual aspects, the energy aspects, you know, that emotional aspect to her healing and training, um, you know, for her students and for her clients. And that's why I love Issa. She's such an amazing spiritual person with this huge heart. And uh, well, anyway, I probably should stop talking <laughs> so I can introduce Issa to the show. Hi, Issa. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you really great, and I just want to let people know too, Issa, that um, you said you were open to people's questions. So if you want some, you know, expert, you know, honing in on some of these issues, and you're willing to be, you know, open on the radio show, the the number to call in is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Just hit one, and we'll be doing questions a little bit later in the show. So eight one eight five one four eleven ninety, and then hit one, so we know you have your hand up. So, Issa, oh, I'm just so thrilled to have you back on this show. I love, love, love your program and love what you stand for, helping so many women with these issues. Wow, I'm super excited to be here, Karen. Thank you so much. And, you know, I love you too. You know, I, I feel totally inspired today to help as many women as possible. And thank you so much for having me on your uh, radio show because, you know, this is one of my favorite ones to do in the whole world. I know you told me that before, which somewhat surprised me, but I thought, hey, that sounds awesome. I think there's like this this synergy, right? Uh, yeah. I think that's why we're we're a good fit. Well, now there's some folks that are on, you know, listening in uh, that may be new uh, to some of your work. So maybe 
we could get a little backstory about like how did you get to be this kind of expert, you know, in integrative pelvic floor therapies? Um, what's your journey, and you know, how did that shift and change, and 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 what did you create from that experience? Oh, well, that's a great question, Karen. Thank you so much for asking that. You know, the irony is that I was in PT school and I was a, a personal trainer for almost, you know, several decades. And after I had my daughter, you know, everything, my whole life turned upside down. I had a beautiful child. Everything was gorgeous. I had an amazing birth. But my postpartum recovery was complete and utter chaos. And I had no idea what was happening to my body. And no one warned me. So it was just like I was out there, you know. And I went on a mission. You know, after being on what I call the Dr. Rose Show and finding no answers with Western medicine, I said, I have to take this healing to my own hands. And so then I started studying with the top people in the industry. I started taking classes. And I started to, 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 to understand that these muscles are the same as any other muscle in the body, and we have to treat them as such, right? They respond really nicely to exercise, massage, meditation, yoga, and then I, I, I pivoted my entire life, and I said, this is it. This is what I'm going to do moving forward because I didn't want to see another woman suffer like I did. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, it, it's amazing to me just how sometimes how much pain and um, dis-ease or, or, or suffering that some people, including ourselves, go through and 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 then it it's just part of that amazing journey which then that one mm-hmm. person can then help thousands and thousands of other people because of their own experience. So thank you for being this conduit, you know, of love and conduit of of healing for others. I just want to appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. You know, they say that, you know, in our darkest moments there's that moment there's that moment for for transformation, mm-hmm. right? That we use it to yes. to ignite us, right, into being better, into into changing. And I think that that's why it happened. So, you know, when I was going through it, it was horrible and it was terrible. But when I look at it, you know, when I connect the dots looking back, I realize that, yeah, you know, you can always change your illness into something that is on the positive spectrum of things. You know, that there's always an opportunity to heal yourself. And then when you heal yourself, you heal your lineage, your legacy. And so that's really important to me as a woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Now, some people that may be, you know, new to this whole idea are probably questioning, like, wait a second, I, I you know, I, I can go to physical therapy, like, you know, what's the big deal? Like, I've heard about Kegels, and, and maybe the physical therapist maybe told me about uh, pelvic relaxation. So what else is there? Like, you know, like, what percentage of PTs in your estimation actually, you know, are familiar with the type of work that you do? Well, to be honest with you, Karen, it's a very low percentage. Okay, it's a very mm-hmm. low percentage, and the demand is very high. And when you do go to PT, even if you do seek a PT and they know what they're doing, sometimes your insurance is going to cut you off, right? And when I noticed that trend, that which is unbelievable, that women get denied care for incontinence, pain with sex, and, and prolapse, but they do, I knew that I had to create something where the woman became the center focal point and she would then be her own healer, right, and, and, and give her the tools. Right that she needs to empower herself. The thing is you can still go to a lot of practitioners, but if you're not if you're not doing the work and it is work, then you are just giving up your power. And so for me it's kinda of like even I went to a PT, you know, but the the thing is I wanted to take my healing into my own hands. And I think that that's basically what I stand for, right? I really I really believe that you can you can awaken your inner guru. The guru is not outside of you. It's not in the practitioner. It's not in the clinician. You know what I mean? But how many of us give our power away? I mean, I gave my power away. What am I saying? So true. Myself as well. Um, we mm-hmm. Honestly, when we're suffering, a lot of times we get into that attitude, is, I just want somebody to fix me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hear I hear that that quite a bit. Um, but like you said, we are our own gurus right now, and so we need the knowledge and the skills, and people can learn this stuff, and that's why I get really excited because I learned so much from your program, and it's really, really helped me. Like I'm so much more connected to my pelvic floor when it's feeling good, when it's not feeling good, What you know, what do I need to do to release it? And one of the key things that I learned from you right away from the master class was this idea mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that, that doing a whole bunch of Kegel exercises for your pelvic floor is not necessarily a good thing. And in my case, it was a horrible idea. So maybe you can share a yeah. little bit about, like, the whole pelvic floor idea, the first chakra ideas, and, and why Kegels might not be great. I know that's a lot of stuff, but I'll let you take it over from here. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. That's a great question, you know, because the thing is that when you go see your physician, or maybe when you go see your public PT, they may just recommend Kegels for you, right? But the thing about the first chakra yep. is that, you know, 17 meridian lines travel through the first chakra. It is the seed of our creation, right? And if you're going to create mm. and you have so much energy in that chakra, why would you want to constrict it and make it very tight by continuing to do kegels over and over again right so that first chakra really needs fluidity supplements right and it has to be able to receive information and to receive love right and so when we become so tight in our pelvic floor what are we thinking what are we thinking about what what message are we sending you know that is pleasure for us or is it pleasure for our partner and it should be pleasure for both of you but if you're really tight and you're restricted, then you can get something called pelvic congestion where things, the energy becomes stagnant. And then you can't think clearly, right? Because the first chakra is all about really how safe you feel in the world and what you're going to put out in the world. So a lot of kinkles, without the counterbalance, without the flexibility, it's probably going to do more harm than good, and I definitely don't recommend it. In the, in the master class, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this, you know, in great detail about, you know, when who is appropriate for what. But right now, the most important thing to understand is that if you do a contraction, right, then you have to do the opposite, right? Because every action has a reaction, right? And energy likes to flow. And if you're tight, how is the energy going to flow in your pelvis so you have amazing orgasms? That's so true. So that you you know what I mean? So you can even sit through a meeting without thinking about the bathroom or having back pain or hip pain or whatever, or deep ache in the vagina. So it's really important that I think that what happens is because the way Western medicine is right now, that it's all about just being really super tight, right? And that all symptoms of the pelvic floor are due to tightness, and that is 100% due to weakness, I mean, and being loose, Right. But that's wrong because I find that the majority of the symptoms that I treat and women come in to see me when they enroll in my program, they tend to be too tight. They're lacking the flexibility, the balance. Hmm. Yeah. That is fascinating. Well, I, and, and I got to admit, as a medical doctor, that's pretty much all we were taught, you know, in, in gynecology is like, you know, somebody has urine leakage or some sort of pelvic issue. The blanket recommendation is just, you know, uh, tell them to go and do Kegels and we would teach them different methods, do Kegels. But there was nothing that I heard about pelvic floor relaxation and there was nothing I heard about how to evaluate, you know, somebody for you know, I, I we just assume everything was loose, uh, and you're absolutely right. It's it's not uh, true, <laughs> and so we were giving all sorts yeah. of misinformation away, and I'm very sad about that. Yeah, well, the thing is that um, when you know, and it it really starts with the education in medical school. I think it's just lacking, and they don't teach it. Mm-hmm. So when I realized this, I said, you know what, I'm going to teach women how to test themselves. It's not that complex. I love that. You know. And so in my program, the first thing that we do is we actually test ourselves. And women just want, like, tell me what to do, tell me what to do. And I'm like, well, I can't tell you what to do until you understand what's going on. And you have to have this full picture. It's like, what is it that my public floor likes and what is it that is communicating to me, right? Because it's a highly emotional chakra. And right. it will talk to you. It will talk to you. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I have to say that, you know, and I know you see this all the time, but I was, you know, pretty clueless uh, to this 
till you know I took your class and, and learned more about it. But uh, you know, chronic constipation was one oh, of my, my symptoms, and yeah. I know you see it all and the time. <laughs> no, I do see it all the time, Kara. And, and you know what's really funny is that a lot of people think, oh my God, you know, either either they're doing everything perfectly right, they're eating right, they're taking their probiotics, mm-hmm. they're doing, and then still they have right. digestive issues, right? And and so when when I when the woman comes to me or when she's in my program and I'm hearing that she's doing everything right, then I'm thinking, okay, this is an issue of of being too tight, right? Because in order to release and let go, and to do number one and number two, you have to be able to let go, right? But if you're so tight yes. and you're so used to holding, right, then how are you going to even poop? It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> so you have to. And you're pushing right. and that creates more trauma. Yeah, that's one of the things I learned from you is that um, that can be kind of harmful to, to do that Valsalva, like, you know, which I've been doing since I was a child, unfortunately. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of kids are taught to poop that way, you know, and so a lot of these issues begin in childhood, but the thing is, when you do hold your breath, one of the biggest things is that you also push your organs down, right? So if you're suffering from a pelvic organ prolapse, and we're just talking about the physiology, we're not talking about the psychospiritual uh, meaning of it, then then what are you doing? You're in essence pushing your organs out of your vagina when you push for urination and defecation, right? So you lose that that support, right? Because it's that constant stress on those muscles. Ah. Well, and that would be might be confusing for people because, you know, is it possible to have a tight pelvic floor? Now, in my case, it was almost mostly on my left. Uh, uh, but anyway, so, so can you have a tight pelvic floor and also have organ prolapse? It seems counterintuitive. Oh, but this is the thing, right? And that's why a lot of women with pelvic organ prolapse, they're thinking, well, let me do 10,000 Kegels, or they right. send those Kegels and then they don't work and they get a surgery and they still have pelvic organ prolapse issues and symptoms, right? Because with pelvic organ prolapse, remember, if something is falling out of you, if something feels loose, what is the natural tendency? When something is slipping away from us, what do we do? We hold on tighter. We hold on, mm. right? And that holding on is like, it's like a 24-7 Kegel. So what happens? Yikes. They do more Kegels, right? And instead, they have to do the reverse Kegel, even though they may make them more symptomatic in the beginning. But they're creating more balance to so then create more power. Right, and that's something that when you join, when I do the coaching program, right, because the female public alchemy program is a coaching program, right? I coach you through the whole program. That is something that women look at me, they're like, "Come on, Lisa, that can't be true. I'm weak. I'm loose. I'm like, no, <laughs> right, right. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, just test yourself. You, the, you know, it doesn't lie. Your vagina doesn't lie to you, okay? It doesn't lie to you. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, and 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 uh, you know, I of course I'm I love to learn. I love to learn. And so in your program, you're going step by step by step, you know, really um explaining the different parts of the pelvic floor and again, mm-hmm. I have to embarrassingly admit that I was like completely oblivious to <laughs> like these layers of the pelvic floor. Um, and uh, I think maybe some of our listeners might feel like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't know if I can do this. Do I have to understand anatomy? Like, you know, uh, they might feel a little intimidated. So maybe you can give us some, you know, um, some advice on, on that, like what to expect or, or what people can accomplish on their own with your help. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because one of the bonuses that I give for uh, the master class is uh, is uh, anatomy bonus. And the thing is, how are you going to become an expert on something if you don't constantly try, right? You can't become an expert without mm-hmm. actually doing, right? So a lot of people get intimidated by the fact that, that they don't understand, but you can't understand until you try and learn. And then what happens is you have beginner's mind, and beginner's mind always flourishes, right? And then you have that deep desire to get better. And those two things together with proper guidance and mentorship from someone like myself it's just going to bring you to the finish line, right? So, of course, 
how do you move a mountain? How do you become an expert? Well, you, 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 you do it in small steps, right? And you learn in small steps. And then slowly and surely, then you have a deeper understanding of your pelvic floor and what it means, right? So in order to become an expert, you have to take those baby steps. And, 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 then, and then having the videos and having all the things at your hand is really going to work. But, but we all want to be experts right away without going through the steps of mastery. Right, we want to be an expert of this and that, but you can't. You can't that is become so a true. guru, right? Right. <laughs> Been there, yeah, done that. So um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like let me be an expert yesterday. <laughs> Honestly, and the thing is, the best thing to do is to really the way you trust yourself is by doing. The way you learn is by doing. Right. So mastery involves. Just the small steps that add up to the big picture. And I've had women in my program 86 years old, okay? And they're learning. Mm. So if they're learning it, you definitely can learn it too, right? And these, I mean, 86, you know, I mean, that's a lot. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Now, now, we've talked a little bit about how, you know, doing Kegels for people that are pelvically tight is not a good idea, at least not initially. Um, and then there's a lot of women that are too tight, either in one spot or other, the whole pelvis. So, you know, you know, people might say, oh, gosh, you know, is it wrong to do any Kegels at all? So maybe we can qualify that a little bit. No, not at all. I don't think it's wrong to do Kegels at all. As a matter of fact, in my program, I think I have 20 different types of Kegels. I don't even know. Maybe there's 25 different types of Kegels. Um, the thing is, not all Kegels are created equal, right? And for every Kegel, there's a reverse Kegel, right? So you have to know a little bit of the anatomy. You have to know a little bit about what your body needs so that you can pick the right Kegel. Kegels are medicine. They're not just and exercise is medicine for women, right? And we have to, like, really dig deep into what kind of medicine does our vagina want, right, to be happy. And so I believe that if, you, if you've mastered the relaxation, if you're not too tight, then you can move right into, into the Kegel program, right? But if you do the Kegel, then you want to do a reverse Kegel with it, right? There's no such thing as squeezing, squeezing, squeezing it unless you're opening and relaxing and letting go because you have to have coronation. The pelvic floor muscle works with all the organs in the body, including the diaphragm, right? So it likes to be mm-hmm. coordinated. I mean, it's like a dance. It's like a dance. It dances with your internal organs. It dances with, 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 with your diaphragm. And, and it likes to move up, and it likes to move down, right? But a lot of women just want to squeeze and move up, and they're not doing that down part. And then that's when Kegels fail, and then they think, well, Kegels don't fail. This is an exercise that doesn't work, but it doesn't work because you're not using it properly and you're not using the right type. There's so many mm-hmm. Kegels. I mean, I actually right. said that one day. Yeah, we just need yeah, I yeah, I'm just laughing because of just you know how I used to <laughs> counsel women, like oh yeah, you just do this one thing, you know, and and then in your program, I was looking at all the different types. I was like, yeah, I didn't even get close to that <laughs> recommendation. No. Um, but it's but it's so complete. I think that any woman that is ready to be fully empowered. Uh, to, to you know, to take care of the pelvic health, um, that that they can be totally successful, you know, if they have the right coaching, the right tools, the right program, uh, and, and like you said, it is work. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean to be like it's like work and it's terrible and you don't like to do it because I love to work because I love work, you know. But if you have the right yeah. tools, then it's fun. Like your yeah. program is really, I, mean, I think, fun. I think it's fun, too, especially when we do the life coaching, because the life coaching is what really, yeah. really just brings it to the next side. And I'm only opening this program once a year. It won't open again to 2020, because there's a lot of, I have to put out a lot, you know. And so what's yeah. really interesting is that, that women come to me, and they're like, well, I don't know if this program is right for me. I don't have time. But this is the thing. Small hinges move big doors, Right. So you have, if you can put in five minutes a day, I'm not asking you to give me three hours of your day. That's not even realistic. You know, five, even with the tools that I give you in the master class, 
you can do them right there on the master class while I'm teaching you, and you're going to get results right there on the master class because I pick things cool. that will bring results very quickly. And this is by brand new material, so this is not like my last master class. This is brand new stuff. So I was, I'm only thinking about how can we get the most results, the best results with putting in effort but not killing ourselves. Like a self-care is something that, that really is mandatory of us right now. It's the revolution. Yes. Right? It's the revolution. And the self-care for the pelvis is the pelvic revolution. Right, There's many revolutions going on right now. So for me, it's kind of like small hinges move big doors. So that's the I key love thing. that thing. What is it that, yeah, yeah. And it's so true because they're like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm like, because you're doing too much. Do less. And you won't be overwhelmed. <laughs> that's true. I, some people don't, and, and I understand it. I, I was there too once. Uh, they won't necessarily even try because they're going to assume they're going to be overwhelmed. And what I noticed yeah. in the live classes, Isa, is that I got so much mileage just popping in and you answering my question. And, you know, I mean, there's so many other courses that I've taken in the past where, granted, they were like financial and, you know, other things, where I never really got access to the number one expert. Um, and no. I never really got my question asked, you know, or I mean, not answered because there were so many people and they had limited time. And, you know, my question yeah. just didn't get, you know, and then and then I, you know, not that I got frustrated, but it just wasn't. I just didn't learn as fast, but you put a lot it, of effort into this. Yeah, and it's true, Karen. The same thing has happened to me where I've joined masterminds and this and that, and it's like they have like 10 handlers. You can't even get to the person. I didn't want that. I want, right. I want everyone to have access to me to be able to get the right information because above all, my mission is to help a million women heal from pelvic issues. And, and I know that when I go out there and I put the energy in, then it ignites, it ignites individuals who also want to work, right? But if I'm just giving you mm-hmm. like a, a if I'm not there, then I want to be fully present for everybody. And I think that that's why if you have an opportunity, and I do have do-it-yourself programs, you know, that you, you're on your own, which are, are lesser in price, but the energy comes when, when, when we're all in it together as a collective community. There's a collective consciousness in those um, coaching sessions that are unlike anything else that I've ever seen where women ask the question and maybe there's 30 women on the call who have the same issue, right? Yes. And so then we're all like healing together and, and, and it's positive and, and it's just like this, this um, it's like a virtual red tent, you know, like in the old days when women would get together and we would, you know, explore ways to make ourselves better. And there was a deep community. And I think that right now what's missing is the community and healing. And so that's one of the reasons why I do the life support, because I want women to have, like, real-time answers. And plus, I do a lot of answering on the Facebook group, which is a a secret group. Mm -hmm. And there, I mean, I post, you know, girl, it goes on and on and on which is why I could only launch this thing once a year. Um, so I believe that community is what, when, when you're surrounded by like-minded women, when, when you can see your reflection in someone else and you can see someone healing and, and doing well, then you say, well, if she can do it, I can do it too, right? But it gives you right. back that energy of positivity and hope. Exactly. I so agree with you. And this is a very sensitive topic. I know, like, it's kind of risky, you know, for people to ask even live questions. I totally get that. Um, And in your program, that's why you have this secret group, so that it's a super, super safe space where people can be really vulnerable um, and maybe cry. And, you know, like, I I read, you know, some of the, the ones and myself posting you know, some stuff about my own uh, issues, um, I just felt, like, really cared for. And uh, and that's really special because we want to feel safe, especially in a touchy subject like this. Well, thank you, Karen, for telling me that you felt safe because I think that that's the most important thing. One of the things that happened to me in my journey, which I said I never want another woman to go through this, is I felt 
I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel taken care of. I didn't feel supported. I kept trying to search for answers. And, and, and you know, and now I realize it's not even that complex. It pisses me off even more. And I was just out there by myself, you know, suffering in silence. I was ashamed. You know, here I am, a physical therapist, thinking that I should have all the answers. And, and meanwhile, I was, like, suffering so much, and I wouldn't open my mouth because I was embarrassed, right? It's not like right. now I'm talking about my vagina 24-7, you know? So, <laughs> seriously. So I just think that that having a safe place right, where you can go and connect and and see yourself and see the and see hope, I think it's, it's better than any technique I can ever show anybody. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's very, very powerful. That's very powerful. Um, yeah, we we really need that. Now, I mean, now more than ever. Um, that that especially the women and a lot of even the Dalai Lama, you know, is mentioning how women are the ones that are going to really change, change the consciousness and change the world. And so mm-hmm. we need our women healthy. We need to be in community to help each other, to support each other, to love each other. Because there's so many women out there just suffering in silence, as you know, as I know, um, that are members of uh, our tribe. Um, yeah, so this is amazing. Uh, well, let, I'm sure there's some questions here. Um, I'm oh, going to read off um, from the uh, – yeah. <laughs> so, again, I know it's a little bit uh, uh, challenging, you know, on a live radio show in the open that's public for you to ask your questions. I totally get it. But just in case, just in case the ones listening in wants to raise your hand, uh, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand's up. 818-514-1190. Okay, so as far as the other questions go um let's talk a little bit about um let's see here uh painful sex so again a really Mm. touchy subject uh Mm -hmm. we've got people with uh painful sex with uh penetration and then we've got people with painful sex like internally uh after c-sections after surgeries so could you speak a little bit about those two different situations Sure. I mean, the irony is that, you know, if you're suffering from painful sex, you're really not talking, right? And, and, and the biggest thing is that 30 million women, one out of three, has a sexual pain. And we're actually in the majority. We're not even in the minority. So painful sex Jeez. is, is yeah, isn't that crazy, right? So many women. It's, it's crazy. Can be treated. It is crazy. When I look at those stats, and I'm not even making this up, um, when, when, when I think about it, you know, painful sex is sometimes, many times, an issue of being too tight, having trigger point spasms. It's the same way you have spasms in your, like, neck muscles or in your glutes or in your back. You can get them inside, too, right? So there are many ways to treat that with um, internal massage, external, external techniques, with making sure. Remember that the pelvic muscles are the, uh, are the conduit, right? They're like Grand Central Station, right? So everything is connected mm-hmm. to them. And some women are, I have too much pain to do internal work. So then you have to be thinking, okay, got no dynamic. What else can I do? Well, foam rolling, yoga, breath work. There's a thousand ways to hit this. And the one thing for sure is to, you know, maybe don't go for the Botox injections right away or don't go to, for the intravaginal volumes right away and really work on your body and work on this core by doing these different types of breath work, meditation, yoga, um, massages to open you up and what's going to happen is that it's going to happen very quickly right and you're going to be shocked at how your body will respond because I believe that pain with sex is, 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 is your body is telling you something right either on the psycho-spiritual level which is definitely telling you something there but also on the physical plane right and so you have to hit it both ways you just can't do the go to your therapist to talk about it or to your healer to talk about it without actually doing the physical work. So you have to combine physical with energy mm. when it comes to pain with sex. It's very important. And I, I have certain rituals that I give for the public floor that I think are important, and I review that a lot in my programs, but to understand that everything is fixable, even pain with sex. Because I had it for two years. I thought I was doomed, right? And oh, wow. I wasn't, right? I mean, this is, this is my catastrophic thinking, right? Because when you're deep in it, 
you're like, oh, my God, my life yep. is over. I'm done. That's right. right. So true. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, and um, what was you, – you mentioned the yoga, and I know there's a lot of our listeners that are into yoga or interested in yoga or doing yoga. And when I was doing your program, the first, you know, that, that knee-jerk response is like, oh, I know yoga. You know, but when I was doing your program and you were giving us very specific instructions and with the breath and the pelvic floor relaxation, I thought, that's not what I've been doing. (laughs) And in fact, there are certain positions that you said, hey, if you got a tight pelvic floor, don't do these positions in, in traditional yoga. And what have I been doing over and over again, right? And I was like, OMG, no wonder. Like part of my intuitive body kind of knew it so it, you know I, I was feeling slightly guilty like oh I'm not doing yoga for a while like what's going on I'm just not wanting to do it but the thing is I'm doing this traditional sun salutation and you know these quote-unquote hamstring one-legged stretches all the stuff come to find out that's not what you would recommend for me and my body was like that's why I don't want you to do it Karen <laughs> yeah and, and it it's really like, interesting right oh. no it's so true Oh, my God, this is such a good point, right? Thank you so much for bringing this up, Karen. Oh, my God. You know, actually, one of the bonuses that I'm going to give if individuals want to sign up for my program is the press yoga because I had to create a yoga program, right, and I brought in a bunch of experts, and we did it with bowel feedback, which is not traditional Mm. way of doing yoga, right? That's amazing. it's, it's crazy. So all the yogis had to put a sensor inside their vaginas, and they were like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, no one makes a move unless I can see your vagina on a computer, okay? Oh, that's hilarious. And, oh, it's, it was so funny, and they were so upset because they didn't know how to let go. And many of them had pain, hip pain, back pain, pain with intimacy. And what I discovered when I had all these yogis in one room was like, you are mula bandhing yourself to death. You gotta stop. There's so much gripping in yoga, and yoga is about being open, being receptive, and letting go, right? But yoga yes. has become like an athletic endeavor. It's like a marathon these days. You ever go to a yoga class? You're like, I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going either. I stopped going because of that. And so what I realized is, how do we coordinate the breath with the posture? With the pelvic floor, with the core, that's a whole nother way of doing yoga, right? Because now you're bringing mm-hmm. the attention to being open, right? Because yoga is about having the energy flow and move, not about holding in and, and gripping, right? At least that's my understanding of what I think yoga should be, right? So when I have women come to my center uh, in New York City and take my online classes, they get injured for yoga, and that's why I started creating this yoga program. It's called Press Yoga because I'm like, oh, my God, everybody's getting injured. And I don't know what to do. So in the female public alchemy program, we are going to go through certain exercises and things. And, and I cover a little bit of that also in um, the master class. Like what's appropriate for your body and what isn't, right? And how do you take yoga as a diagnostic tool, right? You use the poses to figure out what's going on with your body. It's really cool. And then you that use that to very cool, right? Yeah. Like reverse engineering the whole process. Because you want to oh, be yes. physical. You want to be active. You want to do soul cycle. So many women go to soul cycle too, CrossFit. I get them all in my program. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. My husband keeps trying to get me into CrossFit because he has such great results, you know, and I just know my body. <laughs> I can't really explain it to him that I'm like, honey, I, you know, I don't have that kind of control and I'm so masculine in terms of business. I really need something more yin and more feminine. <laughs> totally, and I don't totally. need something else to push myself. You know, he can't quite understand that. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and what's really interesting about CrossFit is that they have this one exercise. One of my one of the students in the program was something called double undies. Yes, yes, Which yes. Tell me about that. Double undies instead of double unders or whatever it's called, double undies because most women pee on themselves. And I'm like, I don't even think that's funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, and I was just like, oh what? dear. Because yeah, they call them double undies I'm, because it's a masculine way of treating your body. You know, and if you're leaking doing an activity. 
that is the moment that you stop what you're doing because your body's saying, mm. hey, I'm communicating with you, my love, and I need your <laughs> loving attention. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll have to tell my husband that one, double undies. <laughs> oh, he's going to laugh. going to say that, you know? Oh, my God. Gosh, oh my god! Yeah, well, that's another exercise they they love. It's called snatches or something, and I saw it on video, and I was just laughing. <laughs> like these, yeah, and it's kind of like, why do they got? Yeah, and I just feel like, why do you got to call things up the female stuff? Why don't we call something about you know <laughs> the prostate thing? You know, <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> oh, they have all sorts of funny. Funny, funny names there. Um, now, there's something else you mentioned just uh, a little moment ago about core. So uh, those of us that are, you know, athletic or wish to be athletic, uh, hear, hear a lot about the core. And uh, mm-hmm. so in the past, the idea, I think, for a lot of people has been, wow, I need to exercise my core. So I'm going to do a whole bunch of planks and, and or, you know, a whole bunch of sit-ups and my core will be good. And uh, that's not necessarily true and, in fact, could potentially be harmful, um, you know, to the pelvic floor. So maybe you can speak a little bit about the core. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. The thing about the core is that the abdominal muscles – and the pelvic floor muscles are like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They love each other, and they work together, right? But many women have a diastasis recti separation, which is a split when the six-pack splits open. It's like an energetic leak of the second and third chakra. 62% of postpartum moms have one, which is a, it's like almost everybody. Wow. So what, my, what percentage was that? 52%. Is that crazy? 52%? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all new moms, yeah, which is like one out of two. So the thing is, it's an energetic leak, right? So it's going to make you literally leak through your bladder, or you're going to have back pain, or you'll get a organ, pelvic organ prolapse. These are the things, or you have pain with sex, because the core is not holding you together anymore. So when I design my core program, I say, holy macaroni, i got to change this up. So in my, and there's a whole module in our program about this. What I did was the first thing we do is we master, we learn how to test for diastasis recti, and if we have one, we close it up. You have no business doing any exercise if you have this energetic leak, this diastasis recti separation. It makes no sense. And then we work with the deep, deep core muscles, the deepest ones, the ones that actually give you pelvic power and make your body look like super hot, Okay. So in the beginning, yeah, because that's what we want, right? We want to have good abs, so you don't need to have, like, a mask and a six-pack and all that. So I don't right, do right. obliques in my program, you know, and I, I, I start, mm. and we build this mountain really in a nice way, right, where we go, we test, we fix, we heal, we progress. And sometimes you think you need, like, 10,000 sit-ups to conquer your back pain or, or your leaking or whatever, but in actuality, what you need is the, it's the simplest of all things, so working the deep core muscles. And then that brings you, oh, my God, astronomical, I mean, big, huge results very quickly. And I've seen it in over, like, 10,000 women, maybe even more now. I don't even know how many thousands. So the core is, is your abdominals are not there just to look pretty and serve you. They're there to hold the energy in. They're there mm. to support you, Right? Yes, containing the energy, you know, housing it, nourishing mm-hmm. it. That's so, I never really thought about that as a, you know, that separation of the muscles, the diastasis recti being like an energy leak, but it, it, it totally makes sense now that you say it. Huh. You know, what is that? And some people don't think it's the, fixable. The tanden. Yeah, oh, no, it's very tanden, fixable. Yes. I've had women, yeah, the tanden. Well, that's also not supported and that releases, and that's, that's our grounding energy, you know. I've seen women where come to my center and in my program where I can, they can put their fists in their bellies, which is like a five finger, oh which my is gosh. crazy. And I've seen that. That's crazy. I know, but you oh know, wow, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is fixable. You don't have to go get a mesh surgery. You don't have to go out there and, and do all these crazy things. You have to be careful your mechanics. You have to eat right. You have to like. You know, really exercise those muscles, but in an intelligent core training is what I call it. You know, 
Yeah, it's not a bunch of sit-ups, everybody. <laughs> I can tell you that. No, sit-ups are actually, if you have a diastasis recti, don't do sit-ups. That's the worst thing that you can do for yourself. Number, the big tip, yeah, don't do sit-ups at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remember one of your exercises, uh, which was so subtle, but I knew the minute you were teaching it, I'm like, yes, this is really important, like, for that lower internal, um, I think it's called the transversus abdominis, if yeah. I'm not, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, so, and I could feel, because I was sort of working on that previously, and I could feel the imbalance, you know, between the right and left sides, and just doing that feedback, just because it's so subtle, but yet so powerful, the core exercises, um, I could definitely feel like, oh, that spot's not firing as well. And it's funny because it's, some of the movements are so subtle, and you and you graduate it, right? So, so like level one, level two, you know, kind of thing. So you're not doing super hard right away. And I was doing level one, you know, going, wow, I can't do this. <laughs> and here I am, an athlete, right? And because uh, I could yeah. do, you know, 800 squats in a row, and and um, and I was like, and I was starting to sweat a little bit, just a little, you know, just like doing this really subtle, subtle exercise. But I got in touch with that muscle, like talking to me. It's like, oh, this is so cool. Very, very cool. It's really, so I really it's enjoyed really cool that. When you, yeah, and the thing about the transverse scan, I'm glad you bring that up, is that when you do it, it almost – it's, it's, I, I can't, the energy behind that exercise is it just brings you together. If you feel like mm. Humpty Dumpty and you've broken it and, and, and the, the, everything is cracked, <laughs> right? Because who doesn't, you know, there's a lot of us that feel that way. Sometimes on a, on a bad day, I can feel that way. Um, this, this exercise, this, this way of working the core does like it glues you. It puts you back into it, making your body feel really powerful and not vulnerable. You know, mm. like some of us have to see, like we're, gonna, we're very vulnerable. Like if we make the wrong move, our back's going to go out or not, right? And so this right, deep right. core really just centers the energy, man, and it collects it. And all of a sudden you're feeling more energized, right? You're feeling more chi, not less chi. And you're like, okay, oh, what do I do with that with Yeah. Really fascinating. Well, and, and and most people when they think about ab exercise, they think about that six pack and, or even the obliques and doing all these things. And I have to say, I'm not a big fan of some of the preparatory, you know, calisthenics that we do in my kung fu class. But that was just what was traditionally taught, right? So I'm doing different things, and my husband's he's the teacher, looking at me like, ah, you have to be different, Karen. You know. <laughs> But I'm like, no, I'm not going to do, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do 50 sit-ups. I'm sorry. You know, I got to do my thing. <laughs> and he's like, fine, fine. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> and that's the thing, Karen, right? This is such a great point because the thing is, I'll go to a class and I'm doing my own thing also. And it's not that yeah. I want to be disrespectful to the teacher. It's just that I have learned to listen to my body and I actually know how to care for my body on such a deep and profound level. And by the way, my program and my masterclass is going to help you do that too, that when you go into a class, you're actually more in control of your body than you've ever been. And, and you know what it loves and what it likes and what it's not going to respond to. And so for me, it's kind of like when you go to the class like you did with your Kung Fu and you have to be different, well, then that's the, the courageous act, right? That's the, the right. ultimate act of self-love. When you're yes. like, oh, yeah. I get it. Ah. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate self-love. It really is. Mm, that's beautiful. Well, and I, I, I don't know if you remember this, Isa, but I was, um, you know, uh, saying a testimonial about um, some of the things I, I learned from you, and I noticed that when I take care of my pelvic floor, and I have to be honest, I'm not on top of it all the time. Sometimes I get busy. Sometimes you know, you know, not even spending yeah. that five minutes or whatever. But I can always get it back when I do have that attention, um, is that I notice that my, because I have some chronic left hip knee stuff, and I notice that if I pay attention to that pelvic floor and I'm, you know, doing the exercise or working it or paying attention at least to it, that the knee pain gets better. So a lot of people may not realize everything's connected to everything, so how could your knee or hip get better when it's a pelvic floor issue? 
Well, it's, that's amazing because the thing is, one of the main hip muscles obturated in turnus, you can actually access it through the pelvic floor on the very deep level of the vagina, right? So many times women come and yeah. they've had a hip surgery or something like that or a hip replacement, and they have this deep ache in the pelvis, and I'm like, well, it's coming from your pelvic floor. We have to go in there because I can get to that hip muscle, Right. And so we work on that, and their pain goes away. And the, the surgeon is like, what happened? I'm like, well, her pelvic floor is in an uproar. If you just run through the trauma, it's going to grip, right? And with the knee mm-hmm. pain, we have to remember that the, the, the meridian lines that travel through the inner thigh also travel through the pelvis, right, and the ones that are aligned with the knee joint. So when you are releasing the, the pelvic floor, you're actually releasing that meridian, that line. And you're releasing the tension and the muscles that attach to the knee. Because the muscles that attach to the knee also attach to the upper part of the pubic bone. And those are connected to your pelvic floor. So in essence, people with knee pain, they're like, oh, my God, I got knee pain. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, let's treat the pelvic floor. And they look at me like I got three heads. And I'm like, I'm telling you, this is going to change everything. It's so it's so true. Um, you know, sometimes I I can uh, of course I'm a you know acupuncturist, so I can say, oh gosh, my gallbladder, stomach meridians are kind of tight, and my you know spleen meridian, liver meridian might be a little weak, and so there's this imbalance, and you know, like you said, all those you know all those energies flow through the pelvic floor. So having that mm-hmm. clear and open and balanced makes sense. Why that would help the meridians be balanced, which then would help my knee be more balanced. And, and and so on and so forth. So amazing connections that we're learning for a whole body. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that you have to treat the pelvic floor with the mind-body connection. Acupuncture is fantastic for it, right? Massage is fantastic for it. Like you've got you to gotta hit it from all different aspects in order to really bring it back to life in the right way, right? Because a lot of women think like, well, I'm only going to do this. I know nutrition. Everything counts. Because it's so centrally located, right? It's affected right. even by our thoughts. Even our thoughts can affect it. Mm. Sometimes a scary thought is thinking that our thoughts affect it. <laughs> no, it's true. You know. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Issa, I know that you have this uh, report that you've created that's a freebie, that's a download for folks, mm-hmm. and maybe you could tell us a little bit about it, and uh, I'll just give the link right now, and we'll repeat that link. I have a little pretty link that goes to that that we've tested. It's karencan.com forward slash happy pelvis, all one word. So happy, H-A-P-P-Y, pelvis, P-E-L-V-I-S. So karencan.com forward slash happy pelvis, and then you'll get to Issa's special gift and report. So maybe you can share with us what's, what they're going to learn in the report and then in the master class. Yeah, what I wanted to do is I wanted to make this an extraordinary experience for everybody, right? And sometimes some women like a little bit of prep work. So I did the report to cover some of the basic things. I think it's got seven things that you really got to pay attention to, right, like sitting posture, because everything matters, right? And what I wanted to do was give everyone a report and then go deeper in the master class on those points, mm. right, and really tie it all together for everybody. So sort of, they sort of go together. So when you get the, the, the free report, you also get a VIP invite to my master class because you have to have both to really supercharge your pelvis and have a happy pelvis, Ooh. right? Ooh, so that that's why I did the report and the report. Oh my God, just get the report. It's got so many things in there, you know. And and the master yeah, it's huge doesn't value. Have the same thing. Oh, it's huge value. And I mean, it was a hundred and two pages, and I had to pare it down because I'm like, no one's gonna read it. So I gave what I thought. <laughs> was the most important thing. You know, I'm crazy. Oh my God, you're too funny. Page report. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking so like five pages. Down. You know, like that's a report. It's five pages, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, oh, this one is a little bit more because it's got graphics, you know. But it's really simple. It talks about vulvovaginal care and how to care for your privates. And and then I then what we do is we go deeper into that report with the master class. So, so you sort of need both to really, like, okay. hit it from every different angle. Right. And I noticed that you have um, a link where you can actually ask your questions or, like, submit questions for the master class because they're yeah. live, right? 
Oh, my God. I'm totally – yeah, it's live. And what I do is I, I, I hold the questions for the end because if I did them during the master class, we'll, we'd be there for, like, 20 hours. So I hold <laughs> all the questions for the end. No, it's true. And then my live, sure. the, the Q&A, they're epic. Epic. Sometimes I'm there for <laughs> three epic. hours. Yeah, they're epic oh because I just bring it, you know. You know, I bring it, and then oh those who, who want me as a mentor, who want me as their guide, I'm going to have a special invite to join me to join the program, right? But you're only going to get that invite if you go to the master class. This is not one of those invites that goes out to the whole universe. So it, it, it's going to be really cool. And, and right now I have maybe 350 questions to answer. And what oh. I typically do is I, I know, I know, I know it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. So I, 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 if I don't answer it on the live, on the Q&A, then what I do is I send you a personal bonbon video. So I do try to get to, to everybody right, with the oh, questions. Because wow. women are stuck. They're stuck. They don't know where to turn for help. But I'm telling you, the help is here. All you have to do is click on the link that, that, that Dr. Um, Karen Khan just put up and, and go in there and claim your destiny, claim your throne. Mm, oh man, this is great. Well, I, I got like I like I said before, I got so much mileage out of your masterclass. I learned so much, and I was like filling stuff out, and you know, and of course, as you know, I, I do muscle testing, right? But I didn't know what questions to ask. And once you gave me that mm-hmm. information, it really armed me and empowered me to use my current skill set to be able to ask, hey, you know. You know, this this part of the pelvic floor, how happy are you? And, and actually literally ask each muscle or each tendon or, you know, part, how happy are you? Oh, and then wow. I very, very quickly figured out exactly which muscle was the, or muscles, I should say in this case, were the problem. And then I could focus healing on that specifically and, and really shifted, you know, very quickly. Oh, wow, uh, that's brilliant. On, yeah, it was so cool. It was so cool. But the thing is, I just didn't know to ask, right? Like, if I just say, oh, how happy my pelvic floor, my pelvic floor is 85% happy. Oh, that's not bad, right? But then if I go into right. the different layers and I check the left and the right and check the differences, oh, my gosh, my right side was so much more happier than my left. And then these layers, my, I can't remember which layer it was that was the least happy, but there was one layer that was super not happy. But when we averaged all the layers, it didn't seem so bad. But then when I asked the Specifically, which parts it was like that muscle and that muscle. That's the problem, you know. And that I was so love cool. That. I that was so. That was. Yeah, that was so fun just to be able to to do that and kind of focus my attention because I knew more information and that's why it was so empowering. So I'm just going to give that link again for everyone listening live around the replay it's karencan.com so k-a-r-e-n-k-a-n.com forward slash happy pelvis and there you'll get that a free le- uh, free download that report as well as the invite to the master class the master class is well worth it so highly highly encourage you and uh, to, to attend but also you know if you know anyone like family friends you know they're having issues with their pelvis, postpartum, prepartum, whatever, um, you know, send them that link too because, you know, we need to help mm-hmm. our, our feminine tribe uh, to feel empowered and feel better. There's so many people suffering in silence out there, and it's not necessary anymore. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for just being, you know, a spokesperson and, and bringing the work that you do because, there's so much healing that needs to be done, and, and, and having you as part of, of my community is something that inspires me every day. And I want to thank, thank you so much for being open to this work and for bringing me on to your blog because I really, really appreciate it. You have no idea. Uh, well, my pleasure. Well, lots of love back to you because, like I said, I, you know, us gals have to stick together sometimes, and and uh, change the world, and that's what we we yeah. both have missions, and our missions are synergistic with each other. So it's my absolute pleasure having you on the show, Isa, and um, I hope lots of people you know sign up for your masterclass. It's so so valuable, and thank you for your generosity. And I know you're a busy woman, and for you know spending your time with us today. Oh, are you kidding? I love every minute of it. I tell you, this is my favorite place to be. I always feel like I always get energized. <laughs> So glad that we did this right That's, before I'm doing the live master classes. It gives me like this fuel, and I want to thank you for that. 
so happy to oh, always Oh, yeah, my here. pleasure. So Masterclass, everyone, is 12th and the 13th, so definitely sign up for your report now and sign up for the Masterclass ASAP. And, again, she only releases, you know, she does this launch once a year, and then you get Issa live and in person, you know. Uh, <laughs> so definitely do that now. Don't wait if this is of interest and resonating with you. And I just want to thank all of our listeners for listening in as well. Bye for now. Lots of love, everyone. Lots of love, Issa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you in the master class. And thank you, Karen. See you in the master class. Bye. Bye.